Part 1. Article 5 of Robert's Rules of Order. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mark Michelson. Robert's Rules of Order. Pocket Manual of Rules of Order for Deliberative Assemblies. By Henry M. Robert. Article 5. Debate and Decorum. Sections 34 through 37. 34. Debate. Note. In connection with this section, read sections 1 through 5. End of note. When a motion is made and seconded, it shall be stated by the chairman before being debated. See section 3. When any member is about to speak in debate, he shall rise and respectfully address himself to Mr. Chairman. Mr. President is used where that is the designated title of the presiding officer. Brother Moderator is more common in religious meetings. The Chairman shall then announce his name. See Section 2. By parliamentary courtesy, the member upon whose motion a subject is brought before the assembly is first entitled to the floor, even though another member has risen first and addressed the chair. In a case of a report of a committee, it is the member who presents the report. And this member is also entitled to close the debate, but not until every member choosing to speak has spoken. This right to make the last speech upon the question is not taken away by the previous question. Section 20. Being ordered, or in any other way, with this exception, no member shall speak more than twice to the same question, only once to a question of order. Section 14. Nor longer than ten minutes at one time, without leave of the assembly, and the question upon granting the leave shall be decided by a majority vote without debate. Note. The limit in time should vary to suit circumstances, but the limit of two speeches of ten minutes each will usually answer in ordinary assemblies, and it can be increased, when desirable, by a majority vote, as shown above or diminished as shown in Section 37. In the U.S. House of Representatives, no member can speak more than once to the same question, nor longer than one hour. The fourth rule of the Senate is as follows. No senator shall speak more than twice in any one debate on the same day, without leave of the Senate, which question shall be decided without debate. If no rule is adopted, each member can speak but once to the same question. End of note. If greater freedom is desired, the proper course is to refer the subject to the Committee of the Whole, Section 32, or to consider it informally, Section 33, for limiting or closing the debate, see Section 37. No member can speak the second time to a question until every member choosing to speak has spoken, but an amendment or any other motion being offered, makes the real question before the assembly a different one, and, in regard to the right to debate, is treated as a question. Merely asking a question, or making a suggestion, is not considered as speaking. 35. Undebatable Questions The following questions shall be decided without debate, all others being debatable. See note at end of this section. To fix the time to which the assembly shall adjourn, when a privileged question, section 10. To adjourn, section 11, 
or in committee to rise, which is used instead of to adjourn. For the orders of the day, section 13, and questions relating to the priority of business. An appeal, section 14, when made while the previous question is pending, or when simply relating to indecorum or transgressions of the rules of speaking, or to the priority of business. Objection to the consideration of a question, section 15. Questions relating to reading of papers, section 16, or withdrawing a motion, section 17, or suspending the rules, section 18, or extending the limits of debate, section 34, or limiting or closing debate, or granting leave to continue his speech to one who has been guilty of indecorum in debate, section 36. To lie on the table or to take from the table, section 19. The previous question, section 20. To reconsider, section 26, a question which is itself undebatable. The motion to postpone to a certain time, section 21, allows of but very limited debate, which must be confined to the propriety of the postponement. But to reconsider a debatable question, section 26, or to commit, section 22, or indefinitely postpone, section 24, opens the main question, section 6, to debate. To amend, section 23, opens the main question to debate, only so far as it is necessarily involved in the amendment. The distinction between debate and making suggestions, or asking a question, should always be kept in view, and when the latter will assist the assembly in determining the question, is allowed to a limited extent, even though the question before the assembly is undebatable. Note on undebatable questions. The English common parliamentary law makes all motions debatable. Without there is a rule adopted limiting debate. Cushing's Manual, Section 330. But every assembly is obliged to restrict debate upon certain motions. The restrictions to debate prescribed in this section conform to the practice of Congress, where, however, it is very common to allow of brief remarks upon the most undebatable questions, sometimes five or six members speaking. This, of course, is allowed only when no one objects. By examining the above list, it will be found that, while free debate is allowed upon every principal question, section 6, it is permitted or prohibited upon other questions in accordance with the following principles. A. Highly privileged questions, as a rule, should not be debated, as in that case they could be used to prevent the assembly from coming to a vote on the main question. For instance, if the motion to adjourn were debatable, it could be used, see section 11, in a way to greatly hinder business. High privileges, as a rule, incompatible with the right of debate on the privileged question. B. A motion that has the effect to suppress a question before the assembly, so that it cannot again be taken up that session, section 42, allows of free debate, and a subsidiary motion, section 7, except commit, which, see below, is debatable to just the extent that it interferes with the right of the assembly to take up the original question at its pleasure. Illustrations to indefinitely postpone, section 24, a question, places it out of the power of the assembly to again take it up during that session, and consequently 
This motion allows of free debate, even involving the whole merits of the original question. To postpone to a certain time prevents the assembly taking up the question till the specified time, and therefore allows of limited debate upon the propriety of the postponement. To lie on the table leaves the question so that the assembly can at any time consider it, and therefore should not be, and is not debatable. To commit would not be very debatable, according to this rule, but it is an exception, because it is often important that the committee should know the views of the assembly on the question, and it therefore is not only debatable, but opens to debate the whole question which it is proposed to refer to the committee. 36. Decorum in debate. See section 2. In debate, a member must confine himself to the question before the assembly, and avoid personalities. He cannot reflect upon any act of the assembly, unless he intends to conclude his remarks with a motion to rescind such action, or else while debating such motion. In referring to another member, he should, as much as possible, avoid using his name, rather referring to him as the member who spoke last, or in some other way describing him. The officers of the assembly should always be referred to by their official titles. It is not allowable to arraign the motives of a member, but the nature of the consequences of a measure may be condemned in strong terms. It is not the man, but the measure, that is the subject of debate. If at any time the chairman rises to state a point of order, or give information, or otherwise speak, within his privilege, see section 40, the member speaking must take his seat till the chairman has been first heard. When called to order, the member must sit down until the question of order is decided. If his remarks are decided to be improper, he cannot proceed. If anyone objects, without the leave of the assembly expressed by a vote, upon which question there shall be no debate. Disorderly words should be taken down by the member who objects to them, or by the clerk, and then read to the member. If he denies them, the assembly shall decide by a vote whether they are his words or not. If a member cannot justify the words he used, and will not suitably apologize for using them, it is the duty of the assembly to act in the case, requiring both members to withdraw. Note, if both are personally interested, see page 161, end of note, till it has decided its course, it being a general rule that no member should be present in the assembly when any matter relating to himself is under debate. If any business has taken place since the member spoke, it is too late to take notice of any disorderly words he used. 37. Closing Debate Debate upon a question is not closed by the chairman rising to put the question, as until both the affirmative and negative are put. A member can claim the floor and reopen debate. See section 38. Debate can be closed by the following motions, which are undebatable, section 35, and except to lie on the table, shall require a two-thirds, note, in Congress, where each speaker can occupy the floor one hour, any of these motions to cut off debate can be adopted by a mere majority. In orderly societies, harmony is so essential that two-thirds votes should be required to force the assembly to a final vote without allowing free debate. End note. Vote for their adoption. Section 39. A. 
an objection to the consideration of a question. Only allowable when the question is first introduced. Section 15. Which, if sustained, not only stops debate, but also throws the subject out of the assembly for that session. Section 42. Which latter effect is the one for which it was designed. B. To lie on the table. Section 19. Which, if adopted, carries the question to the table, from which it cannot be taken without a majority, favors such action. C. The previous question, section 20, which has the effect of requiring all the questions before the assembly, excepting as limited in section 20, to be put to a vote at once without further debate. It may be applied merely to an amendment or to an amendment of an amendment. D. For the assembly to adopt an order, 1. Limiting debate upon a special subject, either as to the number or length of the speeches, or 2. Closing debate upon the subject at a stated time, when all pending questions shall be put to a vote without further debate. Either of these two measures may be applied only to a pending amendment, or an amendment thereto, and when this is voted upon, the original question is still open to debate and amendment. End of Part 1. Article 5.